Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. But we are back, and I have a quick announcement. We are upgrading technology in the sense that I am currently creating a new cover post for our group, and for this radio show, so you get to see who all of our hosts are for all of our shows, when their shows air, and now we have a QR code to have instant access to the shows. I love that. What a great announcement on Tuesday. December 26, 2023, I think it's the last Tuesday of 2023. Hello, everyone. I am Heather Mahoney, and this is Roadmap in Your Life. And we're going to talk about Roadmap in Your Life, 2324 to the new year of brand new style. And I have new exciting things, new exciting guests that's going to be here in 2024, and we're going to wrap it up in a nice little bow with our favorite guest, Antoinette Bailey, who's back again tonight. Yay, Antoinette. Good evening, Antoinette. She is not on yet. Okay. She will be on soon. Because, let's see here, oh, but anyway, I there's some of the exciting things that I am working on for 2024, when, I, I can't multitask, so you have to forgive me. You know, when I was younger, I thought I was Miss Multitask. I could do five things at once. <laughs> that is not true. Thing. In my life, and now I own it. I am so proud of not being able to multitask because I could do one thing at one time and I could devote a hundred percent. And you have my focus, my due diligence, my attention, my intention, and no tension to make it happen. So forget multitask. I am a single task person. And 
you know, some of the benefits of single tasks are, as I said, is intention, attention, no tension, because you devote 100% of your attention to something, and you do your best. And that's what we are all about here. And until Antoinette get on, let's just talk to Mary for a little while. First, let me say, Mary, from the bottom of my heart, because she has been so amazingly wonderful this past year. And you may not know it, but generally, like 99% of the time, She's always here. She never says anything, but she's always here in the background in case I need help. So say hi, Mary. And I'm solo tonight. Okay, it's all right. Mary will be back soon. And, um, oh, that's Henley. Henley is my little um, radio partner here, and he is my super big protector, and he's my four-legged friend. He He's three and a half years old, and he is adorable, if you could see him. And not only is he adorable, but Henley is so bad. But you have to love Henley because there's only one Henley in this world. Hey. And Speaking of Henley, coming up in March, I cannot wait, I will be seeing Don Henley, Joe Wall, C.B. Smith, Vince Gill, Deacon Fry, Eagles, March 2nd, March 1st, and March 4th, three days, two in Hollywood, Florida, and one in Orlando, Florida. And I will be attending this amazing show. It's the long goodbye of the Eagles. So sad. But it will be my 31, 32, and 33 times seeing the Eagles overall. Amazing, 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 amazing. So question for you as we wrap up the last Tuesday in 2023. What are you in appreciation for in 2023? And what I mean by that, what lessons did you learn from 2023 or in 2023 that you are going to carry over to build a roadmap of awesomeness in 2024? For me, it was really taking stock and saying, oh, wait, 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 wait just a minute. Heather, when you don't focus on your goal or you let your goals be sacrificed for someone else's goal, you're not achieving your goals. And that was a real reawakening for me to say, oh, stop, stop, just stop. Look at your goals first. Pay attention to your goals. Take action on your goals because that's the only way you're going to achieve them is to put your goals first. Priority number one is your goal. So, Antoinette, are you here? Nope, not yet. Oh, no. Okay. But I'm here. here. 
Who's here? Antoinette? Nope, just Mary. I'm sorry. Okay. Just just me. Okay, Mary. So I asked the question, what amazing lesson did you learn in 2023 that you're going to parlay into 24 into an awesome lesson? The biggest life-changing event was when I got to do the Battle Within and be part of the Memorial Day celebration because I learned my true calling and what gave me excitement in life. And that got me to create a business, a new business, a new organization, a new purpose, but I had excitement again. Nice. And is this the new business? It, um, what it's called is I have two different versions. One is One Flag, One Life, and the other one is Courage Rising, and they both are helping veterans, service members, first responders with the transitioning of coming out of the military and finding your purpose, but also overcoming the trauma that you in the post-war syndrome and what law enforcement deals with on a regular basis. And the difference between the two is one is faith-based, one's not. And I'm getting my chaplain certification and following more of a faith-based round than just scientific clinical. That is amazing. Oh, my God. I am so now interested in that. (laughs) Fridays. Friday mornings, we're going to host a new show coming up in the start of the year called Courage Rising. And we're going to break down trauma from the very basics all the way through. Trauma is, and the whole concept of why, you know, a lot of us veterans, you know, they have, we have a stigma that if you've got a mental health issue, especially with trauma, you're stuck that way for life. Your triggers are always going to be your triggers. You have to ignore them. And that is the biggest false narrative out there. You learn how to listen to those triggers to understand them and become and they don't affect you as much to the point that they won't affect you at all anymore you overcome those obstacles and that's where you Mm -hmm. learn to listen to your body and feel your emotions are okay you have to understand what they're telling you and you put those connections together and go through it's kind of like the seven stages of grief it's the same kind of deal Mm -hmm. right and once you you go through all those emotions, your brain and your body resets, and you get to understand all that. And, and you know, when you don't connect the brain activity to the body activity, you know, even though it's one space, they're a million miles apart. Yep. And not the same, but I remember after having my son, I I went through a very challenging um, childbirth process. And after having my son, the adjustment for me was that my brain was telling me that I could walk the 10 feet from my bed to the bathroom door But my body said, absolutely not. It wasn't having any of it. And and that was a mental reckoning to say, 
I know I could do it. I know I could do it, but I can't do it. That that it was a very humbling experience for me. And I know that doesn't compare to some of the traumas that some soldiers and first responders have gone through. But in my very limited perspective, I could understand the thought process and the the feeling of failure, the feeling of demise, the feeling of anger, the feeling of shame. When one part of you says it can and the other part of you said it cannot. And that's, it's very similar. I've been in both experiences, and it's a lot. And the hardest part is learning to listen to that and understanding it's okay to feel that way. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you failed. It's okay. Right. But it takes such a long time to come to understand and accept and to, you know, part of this journey about road mapping is how do you re-road map or how do you map this new experience, this new you into, as you said back in Memorial Day, when you learned your purpose, you learned your destiny, you learned your identity of who you are, and it was and I'm sure, like you, for me, it was like a thousand-pound gorilla lifted off your shoulder, and you feel so light. And it really was. So and the and just delighted, and it, that inner I call it heart joy that you feel. Your heart is just smiling all the time because you are so excited about what you are about to embark on. This new journey, this new road trip, this new roadmap that you are designing or design is the greatest, happiest, joyous moment for me, and I'm sure for you as it was when it's like, oh, my God, this is it. This is it. I'm so excited. And the smile just comes naturally from the, from the depth of your heart to you know, transfer up up your upper body and come out on your face through your mouth. It's just amazing. And I know that feeling of joy. I know that feeling of, it's like, you know, that hand, pump, hand, fist, said, yes, this is it. You know, so you have had those feelings. Write them down. Because when you write that feeling, that passion, that excitement down, it converts itself into so many amazing journeys, opportunities for you. And and the picture becomes so clear of what's next. Yeah. And it doesn't make it a chore. Like when you get up and start your day and you start working on like your work, your posts on social media or preparing for the shows, whatever it is, it makes it so much more pleasurable to do it. 
It does. It, it, it does. And, you know, that's, you know, other than you you wake <laughs> up and you're, you go through the day excited and you go back to bed excited. That, that's pretty cool stuff. That is pretty cool stuff. And, you know, and where you are, Mary, is where I've learned to be. It's like for 2024, I have three projects and maybe four projects that I'm working on. But the foundation is all the same. They're not crazy out there that they're so dissimilar from each other that they have no relationship. They're all related and they stem from this one core piece of what I've been doing about roadmapping one life and finding the how in all the angst and all the, I'm going to say, I don't want to say misery because I can't think of the word, but all of the fear, all of the uncomfortability that you're having, you know, when you get to roadmap your house, <coughs> excuse me, I have a coffin thing going on. When you roadmap that new process and you start down the road, it's the taking easy of the eagle song. It's just, you just traveling down the road and you're just singing along, coming along and just enjoying, you know, what's to the right, what's to the left, what's in front of you and not worrying about what was behind you. That's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. And I cannot say enough about that joy that you feel. But I think Antoinette is here. And maybe if if she's not here, she's on, she's going to come on and say hi. But, you know. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Hi. How are you? Good night, everyone. Well, it's good morning, really. You know, it's like Jimmy Buffett. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. (laughs) So it's morning somewhere in this world right now. And we're talking about what amazing lesson or awareness that happened in 2023 that you're going to parlay into 24 into a, to that amazing new opportunity that will take place for you. You know, Mary found her her why, as Simon, Simon Sinek would say, back in Memorial Day. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> So uh, did you did you recognize your amazing awareness in 2023? Um, I think I had two two awareness. I have to accept change and change is happening 
daily. That was one. And two, if you're in situations and it, you know, it's just going chaotic and there's nothing you can do to control the situation, just stay calm and not feed into the chaos. So when you recognize that, um, you know, I think um, I am so not an expert on the Bible, but I think somewhere along the line it says, God grant me the serenity to to accept the things that I, I cannot change and the wisdom to know the difference. So when you recognize that, there are things that you can change and then, you know, not join into the chaos of others, how is that going to create opportunities or how do you want that to create opportunities or a new roadmap in 2024? Uh, I'm still trying to figure that part out. <laughs> I, I really am. And what are some of the thoughts that you have? So maybe we can create some clarity. I I think my biggest thing for 2024 is that it, it if you know me I'm big on the kids. Um I have five more months as PTA president and I'm so counting those <laughs> like and I just want to go out with a big bang and I think that's the biggest change that when the school year begins, that there is going to be under new leadership, and they will have to accept this change because I will be really stepping back. That they have to accept the change that you're implementing. Well, no, it's going to be under new leadership, and I don't know how the new leaders, what the new leader is going to do. But for me, it's like, for example, last week we had a Christmas shop plus teacher appreciation going on in the same week. And everybody was just like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Everybody was just, like, going crazy. And I was, like, so calm during the whole process because I'm like, this is something that it has to be done, and we just have to move on with it. I would not tell you the amount of food we had, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, what are we going to do with all this food? Because we're feeding 100, I think probably 150, but we have food to cater to over 1,000. I was like, Jesus, you know. But we got through it, and I was very grateful. Yeah, that's pretty awesome that in the chaos or in the kaleidoscope of others and their activities, you're just still focusing on the prize of, like, this is going to happen, this is how it's going to happen, and if it doesn't happen that way, we can navigate a little bit. You know, your story reminds me of, um, we've, you know, many of us have gone through it, our wedding day, that while we're planning it, it must be perfect. It absolutely must be perfect because if it's not perfect, it's not 
wedding that we imagine as Dina. But in reality, the day of the wedding, something's going to go wrong. And, but at the conclusion of the day, you married this person. And when you look back two minutes, two years down the road, it wasn't even a big deal, whatever that catastrophe was. And I think if we learn to look at and see that does not have to be perfect. Events doesn't have to be perfect. And all we have to do is move on through each of the different moments and let whatever happened happen. We can control what we can control and the wisdom to say there are things that I can't control. You know, that's that's so true. (laughs) And that's because the teacher appreciation was Friday. And I think on the Wednesday, Wednesday, um, we, in the middle of teacher appreciation plus Christmas shop, the school had a field day. So parents were able to come in and volunteer for a field day. It's like sports day. And one of our main volunteers, who is a member of the PTA, went ballistic on the coach, and it was this big thing. It was almost like a fight. The kids were all there. Everybody was talking about it, and that's all everybody was talking about for the next two days. And then everybody's looking at me as the president, like, what are you going to do with this volunteer? She is going to come on Friday to volunteer. And the teachers are already upset about the whole situation. But God works it out that she just, you know, she texted me the morning and said, I'm not in a good headspace and I'm not coming. But everybody was worried, but I was not worried. I was just like, God is going to work this out. So sometimes we just leave it to, to the universe to start, to start out our issues. And that is right on cue in, in, in terms of it. And I'm very much on this new roadmap for 24 because as we travel down the highway and we're going along, it's like, well, there's a detour, and all of a sudden we have to get off path, and they take us through. I have no idea where some of these detours goes, but at the end of the detour, we get rerouted back to our um, on the roadway so we can continue forward. You know, it doesn't really take us backwards. And we just have to have the belief that it's going to work out. And that's how I am approaching 24 is that I've already claim what has happened in 2024. You know, I published a new book. I have conducted um, a couple um, one-day retreats or one-day workshops. I've done that. I've increased my following on my social media. And I have created three supplemental 
projects or items for my first original book. Those things have already happened in 2024 for me. And it's so exciting that I, 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 I'm now at the genesis of the beginning of the birth of these opportunities. Exciting. Totally exciting. And each of you, you have the opportunity over the next week to claim your 2024 accomplishments. Claim them. And as they happen, celebrate those moments. Celebrate the journey. Celebrate the opportunities. Celebrate the partnerships that you're going to establish to make them happen or that's going to make them happen. Because once you put that claim out there, the universe starts to confirm. You ever watch the clouds every day or sometimes watch the clouds move and shape and reshape itself into different figures and configurations? That's exactly what's happening once you claim your accomplishments for 2024 and beyond. The universe will collide, reshape, reorganize itself so these things will happen. But we have to be certain of those things. Any thoughts? I have a question for you. So on one of our our different show we were doing, we were talking about New Year's resolutions. Is that something that you do or encourage people to do? I do not do resolutions. And the reason why I personally do not do resolutions is because I, if I make them on December 31st, in actuality, on January 3rd, I'll, I'm already done with them. And it's, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to watch my diet. I'm going to eat. And it's like, in my head, challenge, I find all of these excuses or my stories as to why that particular thing can't happen or shouldn't happen or I can't lose weight because I really like popcorn or I really like pizza. I can't give up pizza. That's not going to happen. However, when I'm making an accomplishment to say this year my health is a priority and I am at the ideal weight, the ideal muscular tone, whatever it is that I want, it makes it easier for me to say, okay, these are the activities that I do. Yes, I can have the pizza, but I can't have a pizza every single day. Maybe it's just once a week or once every couple of weeks that I have a pizza. And Every time I lift that pizza slice to take a bite, I remember and say, well, that is, does not serve me or take me closer to my goal. And 
I eat less pizza. That's that's how I work it. That's how I see it. It may not work for you, but that's how I do it. And it works for me in, when I think of it that way. And so what I'm asking myself with these opportunities is, one, does it serve me? Two, does it take me closer to my goal? And both of those answers must be yes. Because it may serve me, but it may not take me closer to my goal. And if it doesn't take me closer to my goal, that means I can't do it. But if it serves me and takes me closer to the goal, absolutely yes. You know, and that's how I reimagine, re-roadmap, I, I said earlier that I had a, a really difficult childbirth. I had eclampsia when I gave birth to my son, and part of the lasting um, side effect was diabetes. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm going to. When I re-roadmap how I thought about nutrition, I really like donuts. But instead of going to the donut shop three times a week, now I only do it maybe once a week. I could still have one donut. And that satisfies me. And I have controlled my diabetes. I have controlled my cholesterol. I have controlled my weight. And all these good things happen because I am now thinking, does it take me closer to my goal, which is that, I don't want to be on diabetes medication forever, but I want to be healthy and eat a great, great, enjoy food. That was a long answer to your question. There you go. Hey, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it really does, and I do ask myself those questions. I remember... Um, when I was trying to start my business and my now ex-husband says, not going to work and, you know, eventually we got a divorce and I had, and I was make, I had a great job. I was making really great income, but I hated the job. It wasn't good for me health wise. I hated it. And when I left that and said, I wanted to start my home business and he's like, what are you doing? And I said, I have to do this, which happens to tie into my goal for 2024, which is to be uncomfortable. And the question is, it's not now when, now when. And people, and I had colleagues would come to me and say, I have a great opportunity at XYZ would you like to go interview interview for this job or they're hiring and you're shooing for this opportunity? And, and while it was a great opportunity, I eventually said no. And he was like, what? Are you insane? You know how much money that is? And I was like, it's not for me. And saying no and standing by that 
those two questions, does it serve me and does it take me closer to my goal, have paid off so greatly because today I'm making much more than I ever did if I had taken any of those opportunities that was offered to me. And I'm more happier, not only emotionally, but you could see it in my physical being that I'm happier. That's how I ended up meeting Mary was one of those uh, opportunities that says, does it take you closer to your goal and does it serve you? And the answer was yes. It's like, oh, it was like, do right? Absolutely yes. So, you know, crazy things happen when you honor yourself and respect yourself and be uncomfortable and say, now, when? We, we don't ask ourselves that question, but we need to ask ourselves that question. If not, now, when? You know, many of us want to write a book, but we don't do it. Many of us want to travel. We don't do it. Many of us want to, you know, sing and dance in the rain. We don't do it because we are afraid or we don't want to be uncomfortable because somebody else might say, oh, my God, can you believe she's doing that? No, don't worry about them. Think of the joy that you will get from you taking action on that what you dreamed of and how much joy you will feel. You know, you brought up a good point. And I know when I started this little rabbit hole and getting involved in the radio station, being uncomfortable. We're so, when you follow social media, you follow all these things. Everyone makes it look so easy. You know, if you don't, if you're not comfortable with it, don't do it. But you never grow if you don't become uncomfortable with a situation and learn how to step outside your little box. Absolutely. There's so so many opportunities you're missing out on because you decide not to step outside your box. Right. (laughs) We don't get uncomfortable. We do not. We don't like it. And it's like, um, you know, I don't know. I think I was speaking to my sister earlier or someone, and I remember saying growing up, I love change. I love change. And I was like, stop it. We really don't like change. But if we are, you know, and the greatest book on that is Who Moves My Cheese. Oh, my goodness. Take 30 minutes and get that book. It's the greatest book ever, Who Moves My Cheese. And if we don't get uncomfortable or we don't change, the world is going to change around us and leave us stranded in the dust. Change is going to come whether we want it or not. 
Time ticks by every second of the day, whether we want to or not. And as it ticks by each second of the day into a day, a, a, a day, a week, a month, a year, a decade, or whatever, it's changing. It is changing. I, you know, we're not that old, but um, and Antoinette, if you're still here, I can remember in high school there were. You remember? Oh, we have this little cell phone now that you can fit in the palm of your hand. Remember the brick um, cell phone when it started, and that was like less than thirty years ago. Or we only had four networks. Now we have five thousand network TV stations out there. Change is happening. Remember when you TV actually didn't run twenty four seven? They actually shut it off. Where you had that that um, stupid noise. Exactly. <laughs> or here's another one. When September through May, it was all brand new TV episodes and things. Hey, have you seen the rerun of your favorite TV show? They I don't watch Harry Potter all the time. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> the antennas that came out and you used to attach aluminum foil or you make the kids used to sit there and play with it to get it to work. And then the minute they stopped touching it, the TV would stop working. Not far from where I lived, a gentleman still has one in front of his house that he pays for. It's oh, wow. a, a, on the way to Iowa in case someone ever breaks out. You still have one. <laughs> and it's like they wouldn't even know how to use that. Right. Do we remember? We memorized phone numbers. Oh, 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 yes. We don't know phone number. Although I, I, I went back and I said, I, I, I have to at least remember three or four people's phone number because if you lose your phone, you can't say call Antoinette or call Mary because the other person's phone doesn't have their number. So you have to learn at least one or two people's phone numbers in case something happens. But these are little things or little changes that are happening around us, and it makes us uncomfortable, and we feel scared about that. And so, therefore, when we get scared, we become paralyzed that deer in the headlights and we don't move, we don't take action and we get frustrated and, and angry that the change is happening around us and we can't control it. But we have to do something about it. We have to change and we, 
we have to keep up with technology and and I, I I too have to do that. You know, and I get nervous and son is home on break for the next couple of weeks and one of his tasks before he goes back to school in January is that he I want him to teach me some social media technology things so that I don't feel scared about it. And I can I I I can do it. And I, I will tell you I'm totally petrified. And it has held me back and I'm like, no, I need to be uncomfortable and I need to take the opportunity and learn. You know, we did it for twelve years in school. We learned different things. So why why after we graduated from high school we all of a sudden became scared about learning something new? Seriously. Why? Oh, that's like with me, my biggest struggle is doing videos. I can talk forever on the radio. But when it's just me in front of a camera I'm like Ben Stein, I just uh just get that monotone and I lose everything. And You're one like of the things that it. I, yeah, I struggle. I'm like, and yeah. so my goal for next year is to create one short minute video every day. But the the trick that everyone taught me is that I have to do it as live. Because then you're doing it and it's done. You're not analyzing it. You're not sitting there messing with it. You just turn the camera on, speak whatever pops out of your mouth, and then end it. Gradually bring it fast, more longer and longer each time. Um, true, and that's that's my goal for him to to get me uncomfortable about video these last few days, um, into 2023, into 2024, so that I can't start doing those things, you know, because the only way I'm going to grow my business is to be uncomfortable. You know, (laughs) my daughter got a karaoke mic for Christmas, right? And she keeps saying, "I got I, I, this is my third mic, but I tried it out." And I was like, "I'm horrible at karaoke. I can't sing. I'm out. It's like I sound horrible on the mic." So my goal is for the next day, as Mary said, is to just do it and record myself, and hopefully, I'll get better at um, doing stuff on a mic. It's so true, and and it's all in our head. It's in our head. It's like you remember um, the Cameron Diaz character in with Julia Roberts and my my best friend's wedding or whatever it was called, and she went out there and they were doing karaoke and wherever it was, and she was horrible, but the crowd loved her. But in her head, she was thinking she was horrible. And we have to stop criticizing ourselves into paralysis. That is true. Because I was 
Heather, that is true, but I'm wondering if it had to do with somebody who said something to us in our past or how we were brought up. Because I was talking to this young um, this young lady the other day, and every time someone was offering her son something, she's like, no, no, you don't need it. No, 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 no. So I said to her, why do you keep blocking his blessing? Every time somebody's giving him something, you keep saying no. But she said, you know what? When I was brought up, my parents told me I must never take anything from stranger because that makes you seem like you're poor or you're desperate. So anytime anybody offers me anything, I instantly say no, and I'm doing the same thing for my son. I said, but you're never going to receive anything if you're constantly saying no. And once it clicked on her, she was like, oh, my God, you're right. And then she realized that she has been blocking so many things that now she's receiving more, even more details. Well, the answer to that is that we believed them when they said it when we were younger. And today, what it, what we're telling ourselves is that, hey, we don't want to be looked down upon. We don't want to look stupid, and we don't want to feel less than. So therefore, we're not going to be uncomfortable. We're just going to follow the path the way that we think it should be or the way they believe, we believe that they believe we should behave. Really, that's why we don't dance in the rain, because people are going to say, oh, my God, she's crazy. I'm not going to do that. True. You know, the exhilaration that you get from dancing in the rain. You know, it's like, really, be uncomfortable. And if not now, when? And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, or ladies, I am going to wish you the most amazing 2024. And remember, be uncomfortable. You know, it's uh, every and we we've all taken a road trip to someplace new. We've all done it, and we are delighted to pack our suitcases load the car up, make sure we have gas, get it checked, and we're off to California or to Washington or to Virginia or wherever. We've all taken a road trip someplace new. Why not take that road trip for you? Because if not now, when? We're now. And it's not going to get any easier. You got to get uncomfortable, and you got to get lost because the only way you'll find your way is to get lost. Mary, what's your amazing message for twenty twenty four?
And if Mary's not here, that uh, my message. Yeah, to twenty twenty four. Embrace change. Accept who you are, even if anyone says you're crazy, and just be you. And you only live once. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, to Mary and to Mary, thank you so much for being here. On the last, this is Roadmapping Your Life with Heather Mahoney. We are here every day night, just about, unless there's a concert. Because that's how I wrote about my life and find my joy. Because it serves me and it takes me closer to my goal of having and living this extraordinary life of mine. And that's a priority for me is living an extraordinary life. And... You know, and the goal is, you know, maybe you've ended a relationship. Maybe your health has changed. Maybe some financial challenges and maybe there's a career stop. Or maybe you've lost a loved one. And if you have, come join us on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. at Roadmap in Your Life where we hear stories of others of how, they got to rearrange and reimagine and recreated and redesign their roadmap to live in an extraordinary life. This is Heather Mahoney. Have a wonderful 2024. See you soon. Good night now. Good night. Bye. Good night, night.